Hello, hello, hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Weekend Nugget. It's Friday, and the Weekend Nugget is about bringing to life what I think I learned. This is the episode where I share with you what I went through in my first six months. Raw, seriousness, not so seriousness, truth. What can you expect from the Weekend Nugget? Well, you can expect vulnerability, rawness, honesty, playfulness. What you should expect is to be contributed to. That's why I do this. Today's topic is... Let's begin the episode. Emotional stages. Okay, so this one's pretty um, interesting because there's a there's a, several um, emotions that you're gonna go through, and it, they come in stages. And I'm gonna explain what they are. I'm gonna give you an example of how I went through them, and and I just hope that you understand that you're gonna go through it, and I hope that you choose it the same way that I did because there's a lot of freedom in that. But first, let's explain what the emotional stages are. So you have denial, you have anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Now, before I even begin, I want to let you know something. These are my opinions. So I'm not a professional, but I am an expert inside of my story, which is what gives me the platform and the ability to speak to you the way that I do. So having said that, let's begin with denial. So denial for me was um, understanding why, right? It was like not knowing what to do. And when I didn't know what to do, what I normally did was nothing. So after a while, you know, I began blaming myself. And instead of looking at what she was doing, what she had done. So the denial for me was like, all right, well, why is this happening? What's going on? Where do, where, where do I do something? And normally I, I, you know, brought that to myself. So an example of that is that she asked me to move out of the house till she figured out her her world. She wanted her daughter to finish school. That's probably about two years. I think she asked me to move out for like two years. Yeah, she did. So um, that was an example of, of denial, right? So for me, I was like, okay, well, maybe I should consider this, you know, maybe I should be accommodating, I should be helpful, I should do all of these things. The reason, right, that this was happening and that I was denying is because I saw and or I thought, even though I knew there was no hope, that I could do something to change her mind because in my mind, I wanted to be with her for the rest of my life, right? At that moment. The result that I got was I didn't support her in that situation. And I didn't support her in that situation because I had a support structure in place. I had people advising me on what was happening. So even though I was in denial that what she was trying to get was something that I wasn't supposed to give her, you know, which is like move out of the house for two years. Why? There's no reason to. She's the one that wanted out of the relationship. I just verbalized it. So when I look at denial, I was like, I was just denying what was in front of me. And what was in front of me was the obvious truth, which she didn't want to be there. She wanted to move on with her life and she wanted convenience. So um, that's my example. You know, she asked me to move out of the house till she figured it out. I turned to my support structure and who advised me not to do that and to create what I did, which I have shared in, in other episodes. But um, that's pretty much an example of denial is you learn that it's happening and you look for excuses or you try to be accommodating. So that's one of the emotional stages. Another emotional stage is anger. And this happens when denial wears off. So 
we tend to blame others because we don't want to be responsible. And there's absolutely no cheese down that tunnel, just so you know. So be mindful of who gets hurt inside of um, the anger stage, especially if you have kids, because allowing anger to exist is just catastrophic. Like if you're not being conscious of it, it's not a good thing. So you want to channel it. You want it. You want to do something inside of that where you have a physical outlet. You know, whether you ride bike, you play tennis, you play golf, you want to do something that consistently addresses that anger. And the reason that you want to do that is because if you don't, that anger will consume you and anger is poison. So I don't know um, how your relationship to anger is. But for me, if I'm angry at someone, nine out of 10 times, I'm not being responsible for what I've done, caused, or am inside of that matter. And the anger is just my way of not having to deal with it. So what I did inside of that was I did um, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, which I've shared several times. And the reason I did that was because somebody advised me to, it's like, hey man, might as well, you know, learn something in the process of while you're exerting major um, energy and you're defending yourself. So you're learning a craft, you're learning self-defense, which is amazing. You know, all of it. I, I can totally recommend um, learning self-defense to anybody because one, it helps you um, be more confident. And two, you're building a skill set that, you know, if you were ever caught in a situation, you would, um, you would apply it. So uh, my example was learning self-defense uh, made me feel stronger. You know, I let out my anger daily in class. And as a result of that, I wasn't pent up. You know, I wasn't frustrated. I wasn't all, all those other things that, that would work against me. The result was my anger was released. You know, I could focus more on what I wanted as opposed to, you know, what I had no control of. So um, I'll share a little story with you about that, though. I caught her with another man. I was working in the garage and she entered through the garage without her car. And I caught her with another man. And something was suspicious about that. And I walked to the street and there was a guy there waiting. And I'm like, is this guy here with you? And she's like, no, no, no. Anyway, she kept going um, and she walked towards the corner. I kept following her and I'm like, hey, why won't you just tell me? Like, if, if, if you want to be with somebody else, that's totally cool with me. Just be honest with me. Regardless of the fact, she said to me, why don't you leave me alone? And, and I was like, all I'm asking for is like truth. Can you be truthful with me? I never raised my voice. I never got out of control. I was being completely calm. And she said to me, I'm going to call the cops. If you don't leave me alone, I immediately walked away. The reason that I did that is because the anger that was inside of me was already let out. I had gone to a class I had uh, trained that day. I wasn't angry with her. I just wanted to know the truth, you know, like anybody else would, even though she was lying to me and I knew it. Because the gentleman, or well, I, do I call him the gentleman? Well, I don't know him. We'll call him gentleman for now. So the gentleman that picked her up, I saw her get in his car. So it was confirmed, visually confirmed. But I probably would have done something stupid with all the pent up anger. But instead, I walked away and I laughed. I laughed at how she could not be honest with me. You know, so that's another emotional stage, anger. Um, get to know it. It's pretty awesome. Um, another emotional stage is bargaining. And what happens here is when, when you communicate and you try to understand the other person, right? You try to understand yourself, the situation. This is where you try to remember the good in the other person, especially after you've seen the ugly. Um, so this is where you create, um, or, or at least I created the, my strategy of divorce when I was in the bargaining stage. Uh, an example of this is one day, and it was after the guy and after a bunch of other things, 
um, we talked, we talked for about three hours about why, you know, I was just like, look, what is it? Like, why don't you just tell me the truth that you just don't want to be with me? And it's totally cool. And we, you know, and it will be, uh, we can dissolve this in a, in a way where we can still be friends and, and whatnot. And her story was riddled with inconsistencies and lies. And they became apparent to me because of my journaling and how she expressed her stories. So as she spoke, I'm listening to everything, you know, and I already had the, the continuous, I already had the pattern of, of writing everything down after we spoke. So after we, we finished our three hour conversation, I went back and I started writing down everything that we spoke about. And one of the things that, that popped up for me was how she was saying, um, you know, why her, why, right. And how it contradicted her why from previous weeks. So I actually got really clear that, oh, wow. So she's lying to me and she's doing, um, she's doing things that I don't know her to be in order to, to try to get away with it. So I was like, okay, cool. So the bargaining stage for me became that in the end, I chose to honor what she represented and I never blamed her or pointed out what she lied about. I just accepted it. I accepted the divorce. Whereas other people, usually in this stage, in the bargaining stage, you try to rekindle because you're remembering, oh my God, I'm about to lose this thing that, um, that's called uh, love or marriage or whatever it is that you, um, you label it. So the bargaining stage is pretty, um, pretty rad because it gives you the opportunity you know you've gone through the anger you've gone through the other stages and you're like all right now i want to see if if we can bring this back together again or if you're like me you're like okay let's create a strategy and let's get the f out because this isn't going to work and this person's now lying and doing things that you don't know her to be so which takes us to the depression stage and the depression stage this is where you where i think that you talk to yourself you know you doubt the decisions you overanalyze you blame yourself instead of healing so with depression, um, for me, it was when we were sorting out the belongings, right? Like the pictures, the interwoven physical items, the, um, the emotional part of me looked for ways to forget um, instead of honoring and allowing it to exist, you know, this, this depression. And what happens is that when you deny the, the stage, right? When you deny um, the memories, when you deny the, the pictures and the belongings and the sorting, you know, you basically go into this, this like hole where it's fucking sad. And I, and I say fucking sad because it is sad. And if you don't get in communication, what happens is that you just perpetuate it. So when you're talking to yourself, like that's just not a good place. You know, you, you want to be in constant communication when you're going through a divorce. And the reason that you want to be in communication is because when you share your thoughts with other people, you're, it's like a you know sounding board. You get to see what's happening. You get to hear um, the response. So definitely be in communication. Like the result for me when I was sorting out the belongings and the pictures and all of that bullshit that you have to do because you share a physical space with the person that you were married with. Depression kicks in. So you know what I did was I, my result was I stopped what I was doing. I just allowed the experience. Like the, ex the experience of whatever was coming up for me, whether it was crying or feeling or, or remembering, um, you know, I allowed it to exist. And then I thanked it for reminding me that I had experienced it. And then I would get into communication with my support structure. And, and I immediately shared what was there for me, you know, and I am, but I embraced the moments and there was a lot of them for a long time. Like it's almost two years now and I still allow them to exist. But except when they come up now, I smile 
because I'm super grateful for my ex to have given me what I got. You know, I, I was, I had the ability to be a stepdad. I had the ability to be a husband, you know, I had the ability to do things that, that I had always wanted to do and I experienced them. So, you know, those were my results of, of the depression, which takes me to acceptance. And this is the last stage of, of, uh, the emotional stages. And the reason that for me, I call it the last stage and a lot of, um, different people do as well is that this is where you reclaim your life. This is where you begin to create and be responsible for your life. And an example of that was one of my first moments with this was when she was signing the papers. So she caused a fuss over having it notarized, right? And I had explained the process of what was going to happen that day in writing, and I had verbalized it um, the day before. So I remember looking at her and I knew that I had accepted the divorce because instead of like being just severely angry that I had explained it to her in writing and verbally and that she had agreed to have to meet me where we were meeting so that she can have it notarized so that our divorce can be finer, finer, <laughs> final. I don't know where my English went there. Um, what I remember was I was looking at her and I saw her scared. I saw her not knowing um, the process, not knowing what she had to do or how she had to do it instead of seeing angry, which is like if you anybody else that would have seen her would have seen her as angry, like just upset and that I was the reason for it. So what I did was instead I, I offered her um, to have it explained to her at the legal aid's office and then do the notary and do everything there and not have to worry about, um, you know, doing it in that exact moment. And the result was that she was grateful and she ended up driving to the legal aid's office, which was like super far from where we were at that same afternoon. And it didn't become an issue. It didn't become an issue at all, but I know that it was because of my acceptance. Like I just didn't resist her. And I, I just looked at her and I was like, you know, here's a woman in front of me that I was ready to spend the rest of my life with who is scared and not knowing and, you know, for whatever reason, doesn't want to be with me. And that has nothing to do with who I am as a person. So I just accepted it. I'm like, you know, I accepted my value. I accepted my worth. I accepted who she was in the moment. And it gave me freedom to just be in that moment and really just cause my divorce to happen that afternoon, as opposed to stringing it along. There's so many different ways that could it could have gone. But I just accepted it. It's like, you know, we're getting divorced and this is the final signature and it's got to be difficult for her. And for me, it's like, you know, I loved her. And that was that's what was there. Like, I loved you. Whatever you did, um, I, you know, I loved you. It caused me to love you and offer the, offer me uh, for the rest of our lives. And now it's done and I accept that and I'm ready to move on. And I reclaimed my life in that moment. So that's acceptance. So just to recap, the emotional stages, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance, you're going to go through them unless you're some kind of superhuman. And if you are, please communicate with me and share your story. We don't have to have it on the air if you want to be private, but tell me about it because I would love to hear about it because everybody that I've spoken to, we've all gone through a version of this. So I know this one was a little long for the weekend nugget, but it was juicy and it really, I think, gave you a sense of what the emotional stages are 
what um, an example of them and also a result, which I think is what I'm committed to is giving you guys actionable results so that you can make your six months a little better. So having said that, I will catch you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being vulnerable. Be courageous. It makes a difference. You're listening to The Weekend Nugget, my gift to you. It's just a little something to get you through the next two days. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.